Hi everyone! Welcome to The 20s Project, a podcast where we, as HEC Paris students, gather people in their 20s and talk about their life stories. Hey, I'm Jacqueline. And I'm Christina. Get ready to discover career growth, self-development, and the adventures of studying abroad. Today, we wanted to quickly talk about our overall experience here at HEC and the different feelings or... Um, you know, what we went through emotionally before also, you know, joining HEC and arriving on campus, but also uh, throughout our couple first month uh, mm-hmm. here on campus. So, like, how, how did you feel, Jacqueline, before, before arriving? Okay, so to be honest, before coming to HEC, even before coming to France, I had the farewell dinners and lunches with my oh, friends. Oh, that's very nice. And I told my friend... Like, I'm so terrified of re-socializing and making new friends all over again. <laughs> Tell like, me about it. I don't it. know if it, it was the same for yeah, you, but 100%. for me, it was more like, in general, I'm always, like, a bit nervous when I need to, like, get into a new environment and know people, introduce myself all over, like... It's it's stressful because you don't know if people's gonna accept you or of think course. you're cool if if they want to make friends with you etc. Like this thing really gets me very stressful. But then coming here, I just felt like I was overthinking too much. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. Yeah. Do do you have the same feeling? Like I would say so. I think I'm. I was also pretty nervous at the beginning. You know, I, I pretty hmm. much had the same questions. Uh, you know, are people? You know, am, am I going to be friends with people? Am I going to meet people with whom I align and have to, who, with whom I'm actually sharing the same mindset? Um, and then I remember on my first day, I arrived in the Hall of Honor, mm-hmm. and I saw everyone, you know, talking. And obviously, I arrived at HEC, I didn't know anyone. No, no. And I had this, like, I would say two seconds of pure stress, where I thought, oh my god, they already all know each other, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be which left out. True, right? Which Which is not true. Yeah. But obviously, if you come from the same country, then perhaps you've met before. There were also mm-hmm. some WhatsApp groups uh, that, you know, got created in the meantime, so I thought, oh, perhaps they already you know, mm-hmm. know each other very well. And then whenever you're with your group, it's sometimes difficult to actually you join, know, and join I mean, yeah. the group. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw this girl who was just waiting for her friends. And I thought, you know what, Christina, let's go and like, mm-hmm. you know, meet a new friend. Mm-hmm. And I feel like every day when I went back to my room on campus... I my my goal was to meet two to three new people every day Mm. and I remember because I was I really wanted to build these relationships I took good note of their names Mm -hmm. like first names and I wrote um all their names birthdays (laughs) birthdays and agendas but mostly their first names on Uh the notes on my Mm -hmm. iPhone Mm -hmm. so then when I would actually go to sleep in the evening I could just go back and be like okay this person, this first name, what? do I, do you I, did? yeah, because, you know, sometimes, like, you, I, I do see people, but you cannot match the name, exactly, I cannot match okay. the name, so, yeah, at the beginning, you're meeting so many new people, mm-hmm. and there are some really nice people that you meet, and you're like, I want to remember this person, I'm going to know her, his first name down, mm-hmm. and then, generally, in the evening, I'll be like, okay, whom have I actually met, okay, mm-hmm. this person, this person, and this person, and that just really helped me yeah. feeling more comfortable, mm-hmm. and actually, you, I don't know about you, but as you said, I feel like we need to deconstruct this thing that's basically whenever you're joining a new environment, you know... Yeah, you, you shouldn't be afraid of making Exactly. Friends, right? I feel like generally, if you are entering this new environment with a really good and positive mindset and you're mm-hmm. open to meeting new people, mm-hmm. generally it's, it yeah. should be working out. Like, I feel like it's it's always coming back to yourself. If yeah. you're true to yourself, you're genuine, you're, you're authentic, you're showing who you are... 
then at the end of the day, people will like who you are by who you truly behave or what you say. And Absolutely. I don't feel like, I don't think we should fake it or also like, you don't need to put on a mask just to make people like you. you people will like who you are by interacting with you, going on events with you, and you will find your own group of friends of course. at the end of the day. And I mean, right? let's be honest, you can also not be friends with everyone. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, yeah. we're not everyone's cup of tea, which is no. totally yeah, fine. Uh, we should just come to terms with that as well. Yeah. But I don't know how, how you personally felt. Like, do you feel like the way that we've been welcomed by HCC just enabled us to meet new people like personally mm -hmm. i feel like the icebreakers really did a good job for me yeah well the icebreaker definitely but at the same time also i felt like that was like a very quick ease association meetings apero or even like dinners in someone else's room i think that's when <laughs> we really kind of like bond together and really get to talk something more deeply and that's how we really make friends true yeah. and also like on that topic with you know like associations and everything just so you know Jacqueline and I we are in our first year of masters here yes. at HSC and of course we are also with other students we're joining an MBA doing their second year of masters uh, as well as some people who did the prepa in France and so there are some people who've already been on campus for mm -hmm. one to two years And so they already have everything figured out. They're already part of association. So I don't know about you, but mm. at the beginning, seeing everyone so already involved, mm. I thought, am I missing something? Am I just mm. unaware or I don't know. Wait, really? You, you thought about that? Because like, for me, I was more like everyone comes from the same start as me. Oh, like, really? All the international students. Okay, yeah. They all have the same beginning for, with me. I wouldn't really want to like compare with all the others who already are there because I know they come from like different backgrounds that's a different story so I would more focus on like people like me we all come from international backgrounds so we all start from zero and we'll build something new together and that's okay that's a really nice mindset and uh, like what about view. you I don't know I feel like I agree I would mm -hmm. say I really connected well with international students at the beginning <clears throat> because of course we do share certain backgrounds mm -hmm. and you know we're also a little older and it's already a big step mm -hmm. to actually go and study in another country yeah but at the same time I also wanted to learn from people who are already on campus ah. and whenever you talk to them they're like okay like which associations are you part of okay. or what are you currently doing and there's this event and this event You don't even know where the event's taking place. You're talking mm -hmm. about M building, T building. You're just like, where, <laughs> where are the, those buildings? Yeah, yeah. And I actually got lost quite a couple of times on campus. Because <laughs> no, we have a big campus. We're really fortunate, honestly. We have a very big campus with a lot of places where we can do different activities. Like, oh, yeah. one of my most unforgettable memories was the first few weeks. We were just playing beach volleyball on artificial beach volleyball court on campus. Like, <laughs> I've never played beach volleyball in my life but here See? coming to this little campus I got the chance to play seven days I in a row that. You love know? that for like, you <laughs> it's, it's so cool no 100% and then me was I think the lake that was the hardest to find because oh, we do true. have a lake that's right next to the HEC castle but just for you guys to know it's like 20 um, minutes foot walk exactly right? <laughs> 15 20 minutes and yeah. with one of our common friend the first time I wanted to go to the lake 
It took us 45 minutes、What? to get there because we used like unexplored roads and、mm. it was a whole mess. So <laughs> basically, it was probably the hardest to find. But once we figured it out, it was really nice. No, but up, up till now, even when friends tell me to go to their building or their dorm, you still I would still have to get, get like Google Map. I need to <laughs> zoom in to Google Map to find, okay, where is I building? Ah,、uh, it's there. <laughs> like, even if in this small campus, you still need Google Map. Imagine. Absolutely. Imagine. No, but it, it's, it's crazy.、Right. And Honestly, Google Maps honestly my best friend. My mom is always making fun of me. She's like, "Oh, when I was young, I had like you know real cards, and I I had to like maps, and I had、mm-hmm. to like walk around with them." Just like, yeah, well, no. I would say if 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 you're actually traveling with me, and I'm telling you we should go to the left, you、yeah. should pro- we should all probably go, <laughs> go to, to the, the right. right. Yeah. <laughs> no, but then back to like getting yourself used to this、mm-hmm. environment and the whole making new friends. Do you have any tip or how do you adapt? So I would say the first thing when it comes to adapting to a new environment to me would be to remain super curious、mm-hmm. uh, and really open minded. I feel like this is just me opening doors here, but.、Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what I do believe、mm-hmm. should be done.、Um, as long as you remain curious, perhaps there are some associations you're like, well, I'm not entirely sure this is for me, but you still go and talk to people、yeah. and you ask them what they're doing. Then perhaps you'll find a new interest of yours.、Mm-hmm. And also, I feel like we are underestimating how open people are to meeting new people. No, yeah, that's true. I also think at the same time, is it a more demographic difference? Like, because I know for me, we're more introverted when we are in a social environment. I don't know if that's it's like a I, culture thing. I would say definitely it plays a role,、mm-hmm. but at the same time. I feel like how comfortable you are talking to people. You don't have to be exuberant、mm. to make friends. You don't have to be vulnerable right now no, in front of, of everyone. It's just about talking to people and then trying、Making、to establish gesture, connections.、Right? Exactly. It could be just like, "How are you?、Yeah. How's it going?" Because sometimes I don't know about you, but to me, sometimes on campus. I do recognize people that I've met a couple of weeks ago.、Mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure I remember their first names, but I know I've seen them. And then I try to say hello,、mm-hmm. and they perhaps because we don't know each other, we're not friends. They're doing something else or talking to someone else. We're not even like you know making eye contact or something. And I'm just like, okay, well, to me, I don't mind. But then next time I'll pass by, then you know it's just it's just a little weird. Yeah. And I feel like as long as You are do. I mean, you're doing things that make you feel comfortable. Then that's fine. Yeah, this reminds me of a podcast I just listened to. The podcaster was sharing the cultural difference between like European and Asian, and like because in Taiwan we don't really have a "how are you" kind of sentence、oh, okay. where you can just. When you meet people, we can always just say "How are you?" and people will respond, "Yeah, how are you?" Like it's just a very <laughs> friendly kind of greeting、yeah. way. But in Taiwan, we're more like "Hi, hi," and then you just pass by. But then,、yeah. "How are you?" really opens some conversation. I think that's such an important sentence and、yeah. existence、no. of greeting. You know, like I would agree,、different. but at the same time, like, can you really start a conversation with "How are you?" Like, how many times have you said, "Oh, I'm doing good," but actually you were a little stressed <laughs> or you are no, but for real, like when、oh, people. Ask you generally, they just expect you to say, "Yeah, I'm good. Have a good day." You know,、mm-hmm. they don't. They don't really expect you to really start、That's、a、true. proper conversation. That's true. And honestly, we're running around. Yeah. So you don't really have time to no, really, you know, take、sure. five, ten minutes for coffee,、mm-hmm. or it has to be pretty much scheduled. Actually,、yeah. like send me a meeting request, please.、Mm-hmm. But no, <laughs> but like no, at least at least it 
it's a it's a it's an opening yeah and it's absolutely. already like for for us it's a it's i would say it's a big leap already honestly i was totally unaware of the differences i knew that of course your cultural background has an impact on how you interact with people yeah but it's interesting that even in the way that you speak you know that yeah. the intentions you know differ did you notice any difference between people from different countries I mean, there are differences, but mm-hmm. to be honest, I don't really notice them that much mm-hmm. because I don't judge someone based on where they come from yeah. or like their religious mm-hmm. backgrounds or whatever. You know, I'm just, I'm, I make friends with people that I relate to that share my values and principles. Mm-hmm. And as long as I feel comfortable being around them and they feel comfortable being around me, I, I feel like this is all that matters. Mm-hmm. Of course, I feel like in the way that we do interact, there's certain things that are different. There are certain things that I wouldn't say the same way to, let's say, a Canadian, that mm. I would say to a Taiwanese, that mm, I would say mm, to a mm. French person. But that's just, I would say, cultural intelligence. Mm. How you notice that, you know, people have different backgrounds, different norms, and you also need to adapt to that while still staying true to who you are. Mm. And I think that's important, especially when you're in a really international environment. I think it was the same for you. Mm-hmm. When you evolve in international environments, this becomes part of who you are. Yeah, yeah, that's true. For me, I also observe a lot. Like mm-hmm. I like to be the observant in the beginning, and then I'll see who is playing which role in the group. And then I would also find an opportunity to talk to people that I feel might be more comfortable talking to with. Mm-hmm. And then from that place, start building relationship and then growing the the friend group. And I think that's one tip I have personally to help me fit in a new environment. I don't know if you also have the same tactic. I, I would say so. I would say I'm also an observer at the beginning, but I would say I'm also a big overthinker. Mm. Where I tend to observe people and perhaps overanalyze things mm-hmm. um, that I would then relate to things that I've like previous experiences with people. Mm-hmm. And then I would be like, oh, so this person said this doesn't mean that this or that, you know? Yeah. And I feel like sometimes, I feel like being an observer is a really good thing, yeah. but don't overanalyze and overthink stuff. And I'm saying that, but it's, it, it's easier to say than to yeah, do. Yeah, right. And I'm still overthinking a lot, but. Um, I think if you can put that aside, one great tip that my dad gave me one day, um, I thought at the time I was living with a roommate. So when I was studying in Switzerland and I thought my roommate, because I couldn't be there earlier, she would be mad that I couldn't be there. And my dad told me on the way back to my flat, you know what, Christina, it's all a question of mindset. If you enter this apartment thinking she will be upset, mm. eventually she will feel it. Mm-hmm. And then that's the vibe she will get from you. Right. If right. you enter the apartment like, there's Nothing's nothing, different. I haven't done anything, and it's totally fine, and I'm just going to be happy to see her after like a long week where I wasn't there, mm-hmm. then eventually that's the vibe that you will bring forward as well, mm-hmm. and that she will notice. Yeah. So I think it's also about how you think, mm-hmm. and I think overthinking, unfortunately, is the barrier to that yeah and i also think that links back to the being in the present moment because like we are all here just for one year maximum two and do your overthinking thoughts really matter that much if it's just a one-year time span like you don't really have that much time to build a relationship with people already and if we still overthink that much there we're gonna miss out a lot of things so i agree i just feel like Enjoy the moment, be present, and then have fun with your friends, enjoying what you're doing 
at the moment. That's a really wise advice. (laughs) (laughs) And I also wanted to touch upon like a little topic because, you know, of course, um, we are really proud to be part of HEC as well because mm-hmm. it has been quite competitive to yeah. first get in, but it still is quite competitive here on campus. Oh, yeah. How have you experienced this <laughs> competitiveness within HEC? Like, how, how did you feel towards that? Like, perhaps also before joining? Like, were you a bit anxious of, like, what it would be like or the type of environment that you would find because of how competitive it was to enter? Okay, yeah, for sure, competitiveness is definitely one thing I was also pretty anxious about. However, at the end of the day, when you really talk to people, you will find out people have different motivation. People start from different levels. People have different experience. There is no need to compare or there's no need to think she's going to take over my place eventually or we're competing over a position. No, we're all working on our own path towards our own goal. And everyone has a different objective or life goal in in their mind. And it's different. So we don't need to feel like we're in danger with all these competitors aside. We all have different things to bring on the table. How about you? Well, I would say that I think in our society, Mm. we're pushed towards being in the top three, top two, top one, Mm. where it's always like, you need to succeed and you need Mm -hmm. to be the best at what you're doing. It's always better, bigger... Mm. And no one talks about special, exactly right? being special, exactly right? being unique, taking yeah. a different path. And so I think this culture of comp- like competition, competitiveness mm. is something that to one, ha- like on one hand is great mm-hmm. because it creates ambition. Yeah. And I feel like healthy competition is a good thing. Sure. But on the other hand, it has huge drawbacks on like self-confidence relationships. Personally, before joining HEC, I also had the same questions thinking, you know, I I mean, I didn't doubt that I was worth of HEC. It was just because everyone is now is going to be part of HEC and everyone deserves to be there. How am I going to be ranked, you know, uh, when it comes to also other people because they're also extremely I mean not not saying that I am but people are generally here extremely clever and self-aware mm. and ambitious so it's great if you see this as a drive yeah but also if you're not really used to that or you're used to be like let's say top three top two top one mm. and suddenly you're just average mm. it, you know in, in terms of self-confidence and how you define yourself if you've always defined yourself as like let's say a great uh, academic student then yeah, eventually this is going to be triggering you a little bit. Mm. Um, but I would say as long as it's friendly, healthy competition, it's great. No, so I, I feel like I'm very lucky to have met a group of people who really help each other mm-hmm. academically. Like they would always study together. They would share their resources. They would share what they know in terms of the exam or in terms of the homework. And I feel like that's the people that I want to be with. And I'm very lucky that I met them. Also, that group would really help you to learn positively and happily in this competitive environment. Helping each other makes you feel better. And also, people wouldn't want to help you A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I heard this story once from one of my friends who uh, did a master in France. And apparently what happened was because you're basically... Your grade depends on the grades of others. Mm-hmm. Um there's this one girl that, you know, was doing great. She wouldn't help anyone else out. Mm. And 
she apparently went um, in all stores in the city to buy all the Red Bulls available so that no one could get that What? before exams. It, just those crazy stories that you hear sometimes and it just blows my mind wow. because I cannot believe that you would actually do something like this just to... I, I really do like when people perform and when people succeed, but not that, I mean, being detrimental to, to others. others. Exactly. Right. You can still help people out and still rise. It has mm -hmm. nothing to do. As you said, I'm all for helping other people because by helping other people, you're also helping yourself. You mm -hmm. know, it's just like a really virtuous circle in yeah. a way. Yeah, I So agree. I think sometimes just need to let go of that and also be a little bit more mindful of others. Yeah, that's true. And also I like sometimes knowing people would help each other on case studies. Like I know a lot of people here want to thrive for a consulting career. And so people would just meet up and help each other out on that's really practicing sweet. cases. And some people might have more experience than others. They can switch roles and try out different like situations and I feel like that really would help you more than you learning or practicing it yourself in your own little room absolutely and that also shows like a lot of soft skills like those are the people that I personally would want to be friends sure. with you know yeah or maybe we're just around these good people yeah, so absolutely. maybe we haven't seen the vicious <laughs> I, th I think we're really lucky no yeah. of course So here is a little overview of, you know, our experience before joining HEC, but also as current HEC students. Yeah, and also our, like, what's on our mind. Absolutely. What was our thoughts? So we hope you appreciate this episode. Um, so next episode is also going to be super interesting because we will be having a really interesting guest, Tarek. Tarek. One of our fellow classmates. Um, he has quite a lot of experience in marketing and we'll be discussing a little bit, you know, ambitions, purpose. Yeah. So he's actually someone who wants to eventually have his own company in the future. But yeah, he's a very ambitious person, a very good Absolutely. storyteller. So yes, he is. <laughs> he'll be sharing a lot of his own story. We um, hope you're as excited uh, for this episode as we are. And then we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Ciao, ciao. We hope you liked this episode. Don't forget to follow and give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Also, we always love to hear from you, so don't hesitate to DM us on our Instagram, The20s Project. Bye!